and welcome to Garden Plots with Skeletor, the most wonderful and inspirational gardener on Eternia. Are you happy to be here? I know I am. I'm definitely putting this in my gratitude journal. You know, just because Riley scheduled you as our guest, without consulting me first, I might add, does not mean you get to trample all over the carefully crafted format of this show. This is a delicate clockwork masterpiece, and here you are, throwing sand into its minuscule gears. But sometimes, isn't it nice to have other people say lovely things about you instead of saying them yourself? Although you should also say them about yourself. As my opinion is the only one worth valuing, no, I do not find it nice. Besides, you should know by now how I feel about nice. You don't like it. But also, secretly... You do like it a little bit. How dare you! But you feel conflicted about that emotion, and that makes you angry. Because you're evil, and anyone would be sensitive about their self-image being shaken up, especially when you've been working so hard to get Snake Mountain back together and prepare for the evil gardener's grow-off. You shut your mouth And then I'm sure Favriel's approval of your actions and her zapping you with bits of the power of Grayskull as a reward for that behavior has to further complicate your feelings about nice. Because of course you want power, But do you want to be nice? Or is it that you fear admitting that you can choose to be nice? You have such depths in your soul. It's like peering over a mountainside at a hidden valley far below, sheltered by tall trees. It calls to me. Perfuma. Perfuma. Look, uh, how about we start the opening over again? Just for a clean audio. Agreed. Ahem. Garden Plots with Skeletor. This is the show. You are the listener. Or you've at least wandered into a room where it's playing. And if so, congratulations on your good fortune. You are even now being conquered by my botanical acumen. Thank you cards and gifts can be sent directly to our Kofi. And I'm also here. I'm Perfuma. From My Princess, My Princess, and Bow, a podcast for the modern Etheria. I also garden and have extensive plant experience. Yes, fine. Perfuma is also in the room. With you. Isn't it lovely? It is tolerable. I'm glad. Your smile looks wonderful. Have you been using whitener? No. And I'm not smiling. This is a grimace. I am grimacing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can sort of see it now. Sometimes it's a little difficult to tell. Yes, yes, my visage is an entrancing enigma to all who behold its splendor. Now, the plant of the episode is the Christmas cactus. And yes, despite the sign you currently see on this example here, they do need water even though they are a cactus. Aw, I love them. They're so cheery. All right, that's a cute plant. Good for you, little guy. It is a triumph. It is not a precious little plant to fawn over. It is the hardy survivor that dares to flower even in the harshness of winter's grip. Wait, why does it have a sign on it that says, Don't water me? Did you put that there? No, I am fairly certain this is the handiwork of Prince Adam attempting to be evil. Or it could be He-Man. I know Adam's been a terrible influence on him lately. It was definitely one of them. Yes, one of them. I would say it's been a problem around the fortress, but honestly, it's largely been a source of bafflement. 
I knew he was bad at being evil, but I had thought he might have learned something from my presence in his life. How could he have thought that putting glitter in the sugar was going to go unnoticed? To be fair, Whiplash thought it added a lot to his cold brew. Only Whiplash would complain that up until now, coffee was never quite gritty enough. I assume you noticed the milk prank? Oh no! Did he replace the milk with soy milk? That would be terrible. Some people have an allergy to soy. That might have had the whiff of evil about it. But no, he simply added zeros to the 2% milk, so it reads 200% milk. The milkest milk. Presumably he meant to astonish us with this mathematical milk impossibility. I would be annoyed, but I'm largely just disappointed that he didn't seem to understand what a prank is or how to execute one. Have I taught him nothing? I wasted my words of wisdom upon him. Wasted! I am podcasting. Be gone, you irksome interrupting ignoramus. But I need help. I need to practice my lines for a Christmas puppy. Your line is bark. There. Done. It's not. Favriel killed it in auditions, and she gets to play the Christmas puppy this year. I'm the clumsy Christmas baker. Well, then what's the problem? That character only has two lines. But I want to do a good job. A really good job. I want to do the bestest, goodest, good boy job and make everyone feel like it's Christmas. I don't think you're going to be able to do that by saying, I hope nothing happens to my Christmas pies, or, oh no, my pies. Oh, but you're such a good actor. And you've got all those disguises. You're the best at playing pretend. Can't you help me just a little? Of course he'll help you. Don't you dare to presume what I will and won't do, Perfuma. Did you know your eyes flash a little bit when you're upset? It's very striking. Of course I know. How do you think I mastered the outraged eye flash? Will you help me, please? No! And saying please only makes it worse. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Well... I'm just going to sit outside the door, sadly, in case you change your mind. Excellent. You'll act as sound dampening. That wasn't very Christmas of you. One, do not use that as an adjective. Two, we have only just managed to pay off the contractarians. Snake Mountain is in perpetual tumult as we're still trying to locate all of the various places we stored emergency rations and gummy snacks before we have a mouse problem. And I think Merman secretly wants us to have a mouse problem because he's been wanting a kitten for years now. Badger is concerned about our finances as we are barely turning a profit at the moment, and most of that is due to the fact that Whiplash has found a sideline in burning weeds that's done surprisingly well. You'd be amazed at how little property damage he's done, actually. And on top of all that, I have everyone trying to swindle me into feeling the spirit of the season while I'm trying to prepare for the evil gardener's grow-off. I can afford to feel neither holly nor jolly, even if I were inclined towards such a thing. Skeletor, I just came to tell you that if you drew my name in the gift exchange, I'd like some precious jewels. I'm not picky. Lord knows I look good in everything. Oh, and more of that boutique eyeliner I like? It's very expensive and hand-delivered by a B-list celebrity riding a C-list celebrity, so do plan ahead. The shipping is quite the hassle, but that's the price of luxury. I'm not doing the gift exchange. Is this some sort of financial responsibility experiment you're trying? No, 
Although we do need to talk about our long-term savings plan for Snake Mountain, but I haven't had the time to engage with any of the holiday fripperies. All of my attention should be on preparing for the evil gardener's grow-off. I must win! Why? You lose so often. You know, at most things. I do not lose! I am occasionally very temporarily outmatched in extremely specific instances that do not at all indicate a pattern of losing. I win often. I beat Trapjaw at Batcammon just the other day. Or I was about to, before Beastman ate the dice. But it still counts, and I always win at Oligopoly. I thought you said the only way to win at board games was not to play. Yes, and I never play, therefore I always win. Skeletor triumphs yet again! <laughs> Fine, we'll put that aside. Why is the evil gardener's grow-off so important to you at this moment? It's just some stupid plant competition. It is the evilest plant competition, and I am the evilest. You may have forgotten it, all of Eternia may have forgotten it, but I, Skeletor, have not forgotten. I will prove myself to be the most diabolical genius that has ever dared to pick up a seed catalog. Ah, uh, you're going through one of your little self-doubt cycles. How tedious for you. I'm glad I don't have that problem. I think everyone doubts themselves sometimes. Oh, hello. And who is this little flower, Skeletor? <laughs> I'm not a flower, although I can see how my outfit would be confusing. My name's Perfuma. I'm also the Princess of Plumeria, uh, but, but that's not important. Oh, I also have a podcast. Sorry, you probably don't want to hear about that. Aren't you precious? I would like to hear about anything you have to say. Skeletor, I've changed my mind about what I would like for Christmas. A trip to Plumeria sounds like it could be very enjoyable indeed. I'm not doing the gift exchange. Oh, but you should. You don't want to be left out of the joy of the holidays and the fun of watching someone enjoy what you've given them. She's so absolutely sweet, Skeletor. Wherever did you find this little Christmas cookie? Under a net. To be fair, we did throw the net over her. Merman thinks I may need a better process for securing podcast guests, but what does that damp-witted dullard know about podcasting? You poor dear. You were captured. Were you terribly upset? No, it was fine. Everyone was very lovely about it. And I got to have some of Whiplash's Earl Grey cream puffs. He even gave me a box to take some home. Not adverse to being captured, hmm? That has possibilities. It... it does? You'd think about capturing me? Oh, I certainly might. That... Skeletor only captured me once. And it was for the podcast. I don't have a podcast. I, I, oh, so what would we do if you captured me? Absolutely whatever you like, you darling sugar plum. That sounds nice. <clears throat> Fascinatingly, none of this helps us learn about the Christmas cactus, a plant we are here to discuss as the name would suggest, it appreciates sun and a light hand on the watering can, as most cactuses do. Oh, I learned that their Latin name is Schlumbergera. That's fun to say, isn't it? Schlumbergera. That's pretty good. I mean, it's no mulch, but what is? You know, I think I attended Evil College with a woman named Schlumbergera. Excellent with amulets. 
I'm trying to get through the care of this plant if you would all do the incredibly simple task of shutting entirely and completely up. What is it, Merman? Have you come to share some Christmas cheer? Demand that I give to the local charity for elderly ponies? Want to reminisce about your college experiences or any other non-sequiturs that cross your waterlogged brain? Oh, uh, thanks, but actually, I'm good. No, I was just wondering, Skeletor, do you know why there's a bowl of warm water next to my bed? It has a sign on it that says, Fall asleep with your hand in me for a fun surprise. Now, in my experience, the results of doing that are neither fun nor particularly surprising. Did you put that there? No, I did not. That prank, if it can even be considered such, is almost certainly the handiwork of my aspirationally nefarious nephew Prince Adam, or his balloon bicep blowhard buddy He-Man. Well, that explains why it says, P.S. Hee-hee. And then, P.P.S. Ha-ha, I just said pee-pee, get it? But no, seriously, put your hand in the water. Yes, well, fortunately, the majority of Adam's malfeasance seems limited to childish sign-making. I hereby order all minions to not obey any handwritten signs you might find around the fortress. Problem solved. Seriously? When have you ever known me to be anything other than serious about my edicts? Sweet, I'm gonna go microwave some fish in the break room. No, I didn't mean that one! Sorry! No boxies! I thought that was very generous of you. Do you feel more Christmassy? No! I feel outraged and like I'm going to be catching faint whiffs of halibut for the next three weeks! <laughs> but... <laughs> Ugh. I'm trying to talk about the Christmas cactus! Believe it or not, this is not the only event on my social calendar today! I have to water, prune, and tidy the soil of my entrant for the evil gardener's grow-off. I also have a manicure at 3 p.m., and Enrique hates it if you are late. Oh, I want to go. Can they give me, like, some little pointy cat claws? No! You'll scratch your eyes out. I'm not an idiot. I'll be careful. The first time you go to absently wipe away a stray eyelash hair and it ends in disaster, you will feel differently. Pointy manicures take extreme dedication and practice. What do you know about eyelash hair? Oh, wait. Is that what happened to your whole... You know. My what? Never mind. But if you get me in the gift exchange, I want a gift certificate for a manicure. I want to get those cool metallic-looking nails. I'm not doing the gift exchange! I have enough to be bothered with as it is! Come on! It's like the one fun thing we do all year. There have been, over the past year alone, a pillow fort room a bouncy castle room, a meeting sauna, a pizza treehouse, and a speakeasy in this castle. And those are just the ones I know about, despite my fervent attempts to know nothing about what is going on vis-a-vis merriment. Okay, you have a point. We are a fun people. But that's what makes us the most fun. All of our fun being channeled into a gift for someone else. And, most importantly, a gift for me. While your occasional flashes of selfishness do give me great mentorly pride, it is not enough to convince me that I would benefit more from hoping someone else would get me a gift than from taking my own hard-stolen money and buying a superb gift for myself, and then stealing back what I used to pay for it. <laughs> Shopping is fun sometimes. Alas, I'm far too busy to engage with these paltry evils against the corporate structure. 
During the holidays? Malice is how I show my respect for the evils of corporate retail. Oh, well, as long as you're not stealing from a locally owned shop, I suppose. No. No, that's an unsustainable business model for evil scheming. There's a delicate ecosystem at work, and you can't just be thieving willy-nilly. Also, if I wasn't able to get those handmade stone-ground wheat crackers for Whiplash, I fear that Snake Mountain wouldn't survive. Why did we ever let him get a flamethrower? It was a gift. It was a Christmas gift. You got it for him when he first joined Snake Mountain. It was one of our first Christmases together. One of our first times as, you know, a family. This is a place of employment, not a wholesome clubhouse with found family. Is it? I'm with Riley. That doesn't sound like the Snake Mountain I know. Why not both? I personally appreciate being able to draw a check while attending Clawful's piano recital. He did butcher Claire de Lune, but, well, family. You know how it is. I got that flamethrower for him? What on Eternia was I thinking? You thought it would make him happy. That's the meaning of the season. Loving the people you love and showing them you care. It was probably a two-for-one deal. No, it was definitely a nice upscale model. I remember because I stole out of the coffee fund to buy myself a similar one, and it was quite pricey. Ugh. Is that why we had to drink Sanka for three months? I wouldn't know. I only drink first flush Darjeeling, I'm afraid. I like tea. Skeletor, would you just let me try my lines one time, please? Yes, fine. Once. Oh, I hope nothing happens to my Christmas pies. Ah, uh, not great. Don't know about that. Oh no, my pies! Uh, what? Would that? Would you help him just a little? You know you do care, at least the tiniest bit. I won't snitch on you to Favriel. She's off doing some sort of. Nice holiday charity thing? Or saving someone? Wait, didn't I hear a rumor that she might have taken up with Buzzoff? She better not have. <sighs> but fine, if I must. Rehearsal! Will it kill Beastman? Not this time. Because I, Skeletor, in a noble and heroic sacrifice that will no doubt be remembered for the ages, will spend an hour of my immeasurably valuable time helping Beastman rehearse for a Christmas puppy. You mean it? You help me with my lines? Yes. Against all my better instincts, I will help you practice your lines. That's so wonderful of you. Beastman, I'm sure you're going to do a fantastic job. Everyone will be talking about how great you were. They had better be after I whip your performance into shape. You must live and breathe the role of the baker. You must feel the flour on your hands and the solid weight of a sturdy apron around your neck. Well, that's all very charming to someone, presumably. But the more important question is, are you doing the gift exchange? <sighs> yes, fine. You have holidayed me into submission. I will do the gift exchange. Excellent. There's only one name left in the hat. We knew you would cave eventually. It's one of your more enjoyable qualities. And I drew... Everyone? It just says everyone! Huh. Prince Adam did one prank right, I guess. 
Prince Adam? I will rip that hair from your head and turn it into a chevy for the Bashasaurus! That's not very jolly of you. I refuse. I will not be saddled with everyone. No backsies. Think of it this way. You get to bring joy to everyone. Ooh, what if you made those little homemade coupons? Everyone could get a special treat from you to redeem later. Honestly, I would absolutely accept a coupon where you had to say something nice about me. Or give me plant advice without sighing heavily. Or a gift certificate for that manicure. Hmm. I suppose. I'm sure I can think of something nice to say about everyone. Well, not Webstore, but I'll just get him a pair of slippers or something. You need to get over this Webstore thing. Well, it's not New Year's yet, and thus I don't have to do any personal growth at all. I would prefer something of actual material value from you, but I suppose I can live with you telling me how utterly spellbinding I look in my new winter boots. Well, now that this is all resolved, I'll just be off. I'm going to the kitchen to see what little Christmas goodies Whiplash has been making. Perfuma? I'm sure we could use some more holiday decorations there if you'd like to join me. Yes, I I mean, yes, that would be very nice. You don't want to stay for the end of the episode and plug your podcast then? What? No, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just going to go with Evil Lynn to the kitchen. Definitely to the kitchen is where we are going together. I'm sure those treats are going to be delicious. Yes, fine. Let's finish up the episode. Then we can go get hot chocolate and practice in the library. Hot chocolate! Yay! This has been Garden Plots with Skeletor. The gardening show that... Well, you know. Merry Christmas, Skeletor. Merry Christmas, Riley. Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond, Megan Bob, and Nathaniel Hubbard, and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Raphael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Perfuma is played by Megan Bob. Evelyn is played by Marissa Bond. Beastman is played by Raphael Medina. Merman is played by Nathaniel Hubbard. Additional music from filmmusic.io from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor at gmail.com, on Twitter at Garden underscore Plots, or through our website, GardenPlotsWithSkeletor.carrd.co. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. You can donate to Skeletor Schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash gardenplotswithskeletor. Thanks for listening. This hot chocolate tastes like evil. Weird. Let me try. Ugh, carob. Adam, you've gone too far!